Welcome back to the Travel Brand Rebranded. I am you went in, also known as Patman. That I did. Did I tell you my wife likes to call me Patman? Yeah, she doesn't call me Patman because it it's spelled out like Patman. So that's what she calls me. It fucking cracks me up every time. Oh, pardon the language. I'm going to try to cut back on the F-bombs. I'm, I'm really going to try. I was watching the... Uh, how, oh, Hard Knocks, right? <clears throat> it's football. Preseason football. It's going to be Hard Knocks. It's the Dallas Cowboys, and they follow them in, through preseason. And they, you know, they put it on HBO every week and get a watch. Dude, the coach is worse than me. Every other word was an F-bomb, 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 F-bomb. And I didn't even want to watch it. And it made me think. Because I know that sometimes during my podcast, whenever I start to rant a little bit, I seem to, you know, get a little foul. Alright? My mouth becomes foul. And I use foul language. And I don't need to do that to convey what I want to convey, right? You don't need to F-bomb everything. So I'm going to try really hard. And if I drop a few here and there, um, I wish there was a way. I mean, there must be a way that I can, when I edit this thing out, <laughs> beep it out every single time. Wouldn't that be funny? Beep, 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 beep. That's what I do. That's what I do. Anyway, going to try to watch that. Did you see where, uh, oh, Cuomo... I told a buddy of mine, the guy I work with, I'm like, once they latch on, okay, once you once you screw up and do something wrong, the peoples, they latch on like a pit bull. They ain't going to let go until you're done, all right? You know, it's, dude, Mario, it's not uh, the 60s and 70s, bruh. You can't just, uh, you know, sweep it under the carpet or say something like, oh, you mean I can't slap her on the cheek and say, how you doing, darling? How you doing, little darling? You can't do that? Oh, well, that's because I love everybody. I love everybody. I kiss everybody. Just look. Look at all my pictures. (laughs) Yeah, you you dope. Look at all the pictures of you kissing the girls on the cheek or what have you. It's not those times anymore, bro. And, and they latched on. And once they did, you can try to explain it away a million different times and in a million different ways. But it's all going to come out in the wash the same, right? When it comes out the wash or wrinkled, that's what it is. It's wrinkled, bro. So, uh, yeah, you have to, you know, step down. Now, I don't know. I don't know, man. These these guys that... It's times like these bros. I'm talking to my bros out there. You just have to be careful no matter what you say or what you do. Okay? If you're at work and there's females you work with, don't be in a room by themselves. Okay? Don't be around them by yourself. Okay? You got to watch your back. You just don't know. You just don't know, man. 
I don't know. I wasn't there. I didn't see him do any of that. And I thought he was doing a pretty good job as a governor. Although I believe he is a Democrat. So once the Republican Party steps on you and puts their boot on your neck, you're pretty much fucking done. Right? You see how all the Republicans are all over his ass. He needs to resign. He needs to step down. Even even Sleepy Joe says you better step down. But it, it's, uh, I don't know, the Republican Party, they're pretty down on, on uh, you know, how, how men treat women, you know. You can't be misogynistic. You can't be like the 60s and 70s man, because that's when they ripped their bras off and started burning them, right? Well, since then, man, it's, 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 it's progressed hugely. And you can't just uh, be caught in a situation where anything could be compromised, right? And the women goes the same for you girls. Don't be in a room by yourself with a dude, especially at work. If you're working, you know, have somebody with you, male or female, just to, you know, cover the nut, as it were. You don't want to be compromised, man. In a compromising, what is it, compromising position? Yeah, you don't want that. You just don't want it on your record. You don't want it anywhere in a paper trail. You just don't. So this chucklehead finally says, okay, I'm going to step down for the better of New York. Right? It's, it's best for the people if I step down. No, dude. It's best for you to step down. Now, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how many women came forward and said, yeah, he kissed me on the cheek. He was a little bit, dude, you can't do that no more. All right. You can't be like Trump where you just, you know, when you're rich, they, they love it. You just walk up and grab them by the pussy and, uh, you know, it's all good. That's your president, right? He said these things and he's done these things. Why is he not, uh, you know, why? Money? Because you know there's lots of other times that Don John had, you know, put himself into positions to where it was absolutely uncalled for. But why is he still just out playing golf and why didn't he have to step down? I was talking to a buddy of mine and actually he had a good, con well, I had a good conversation about, about Trump. Because he actually, he actually said you know, some of the good things that he did. And I, I agreed. I said, yeah, he did do some good things. A few, you know. It seems like I always hear the same old thing. Same four or five things that he did in a four-year period. But whatever. You know, you got your opinion. I didn't, you know, I didn't say anything. I let him have his opinion. I agreed with what the good stuff he did. Yeah, he did. But the guy, uh, I don't know, Cuomo, dude, there's like six or seven different women that said, yeah, you were, uh, you know, you crossed the line. And then he said, I, but I, I mean, I can't, oh, oh, I better step down. Anyway, I don't know, I got, I got off track there. Um, as a governor, you can't do that stuff. You can't, you just can't. You can't do it as a man anymore, you know. You used to be able to back in the day. I don't know, I, I I don't know, I was a kid in the 60s, I don't know what it was like, but, I don't know, it just seems like they got away with a lot of shit back then. Even our pastor, Art, the great Art who passed away recently, um, he, no, it wasn't him, it was, uh, Roger. 
Pastor Roger at our church. He says that uh, you know you shouldn't be in you shouldn't be in a position where you're even at work there at the church. They don't let you know if there's a man in a room by himself, a female won't just walk up in there. And it's got everything to do with uh, covering your own ass. You know, you know what I mean. Anyway, enough of that. Cuomo has to step down because he was a, a little dirty bird. And he just doesn't seem to get it. I'm Italian. I kiss everybody, huh? I walk up and I give him a hug. And boom, nah, nah. Got to go, bro. Got to go now. I guess his dad was a, a governor. Now, what was he like? What was it like when he was governor? Did he, you know? I don't know. Man, the 40s, 50s, the early 1900s this country was all misogynistic man all the men hated the women and the women did exactly what they were told to do you know that's the way it was and then you had a few <clears throat> excuse me you had a few stepped up and said nah nah you're not going to keep doing that to us you know like the women who were uh, what's her name Amelia Earhart right the pilot stuff like that certain few women stepped into a man's role and said hey bafango huh I'm going to do what I want, and I'm going to prove I'm just the same as you, okay? And that's what she did, and that's what a lot of women have done, and over the years it's evolved. Now, I don't know what's going to happen in the next hundred years or thousand years, but I bet you, I guarantee, I, well, I, don't, I can't guarantee, but I'm going to say that the world is going to be run by women, okay? I said it. You heard it here first, folks. It's going to happen. Look at the Olympics. The women are stepping up and bringing home more gold than the boys. Yeah. You see that? The men's relay team, they pooped out again. The men's relay team, 400 meter, right? They uh, they lost again. They couldn't even get into the finals. They didn't even qualify for the finals because they couldn't pass the fucking... They couldn't pass the baton in a nice, clean, slappy... You know, handoff. They got all hung up. And they lost. Didn't even qualify for the final. All these years of working out every day, every day, every day. And it comes down to one minute. One minute of your life. Maybe even 50-some seconds. I don't know exactly what it was, but it was fast. And that one Canadian dude that won the 400 meter on his own, that dude was flying, man. Running like like he had jetpacks on his shoes, right? Well, Canada came in second. I believe they won the silver or bronze or whatever. They were there. I think maybe the bronze, but Jesus. The American relay team can't even qualify for the gold or any medals. Okay? Can't even. The women, they destroyed the world in their 400 meter. Check it out. And the one that was running the, the final leg, big, tall, African-American girl, she... uh I believe her family immigrated here, immigrated or came over from Somalia, I believe it was. She's tall and she's fast and she's 19. She won a gold just like that. All these young girls, 17-year-old girl, 17 year old girls swimming and diving, winning gold. Come on. So, you American boys out there, you athletes, you boys that, uh, you know, better start competing. Because the next go-around... The men in all the other countries are getting just as good as you, right? How is that? How is it? And the women, they're just going out winning gold, okay? So there's that.
the uh, Olympics is finally over and the Americans, you know, they did good. But one thing that bothered me is I, I like to watch the Olympics live. But since it was in Japan, you got all these different hours they're showing shit. And then you wake up in the morning, your phone, you know, alerts you. And says, yeah, so-and-so from the U.S. won gold. Damn, I wanted to watch that myself. Now I don't even, I don't even give a crap now. I can't even watch it, right? That's the thing about the Olympics being in other states. Or, I mean, other countries. Oh, well, there I go again. I was walking through the store the other day. Excuse me. And all you out there know that I'm a raging alcoholic who doesn't drink and hasn't drank for a very long time. Well, you know, I have these moments of, damn, that sure does sound good right now, right? But I don't do it that day. Every day, I think about it every day about not doing it. Okay. Uh, Anyway, uh, I'm walking down, I turn down the wrong aisle at the store I typically don't like to go down the beer aisle but I was at the store the other day and I swear to Christ as soon as I hit the beer aisle that are all in refrigerators with doors and shit they all lit up like friggin Las Vegas bros it was lit up like Vegas coming down that aisle and each time I hit another refrigerator the light would come on flash 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 and it was all lit up like Vegas I swear to God I'm like God dog and it was like 97 over here in the beautiful town of Sumner. Okay. And oh my God. That looked delicioso. Right. All that cold bear just looks so good. And you could just vision it in your hand with the, you know, the, the, the glass all sweaty and, you know, covered with moisture. And you're just drinking down a nice cold bear, bottle of beer. Unfortunately for me, I cannot, I mean, I can, don't get me wrong, I can drink any time I want. Anytime I choose, I can go get some alcohol. So when you hear me say I can't do it, I can't do it for myself, okay? And I can't do it for you guys, okay? So, so I can't drink, I, I didn't drink yesterday, but man, oh man, it sure did look awful tasty all lit up. You know, imagine that's how it feels for the, uh, the guy who gambles too much, right? <laughs> like, that's why, I mean, that's why he can't, if he, if he's, an, what do you call a guy who's addicted to gambling? Uh, gambler-holic? Well, if you're a gambler-holic, you probably shouldn't go to Vegas where it's lit up like a beer aisle in a grocery store. Okay, that's what it was. Anyway, so it looks so good, and, and, you know, there's times when it looks awful tasty, but it it doesn't happen very often. It's just a certain time. But the crazy thing about having that ism is any day could be the day for me. It, it, It just, it's just shown itself in the past. In the past, I've been, you know, had a couple years clean, sober, and didn't drink at all, and all of a sudden... By that night, 7 o'clock, I was drunk as a fish. And that's just the way it works. So i got to be vigilant. Got to keep my head on a swivel. Got to be aware. No alcohol for me. At least not today, alright? Can't think about it tomorrow because it ain't here yet. Anyway, all you guys out there that don't have the ism and that can enjoy a nice frosty cold beer. Enjoy that beer. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Because today, 
They got like 15 games. Well, between now and tomorrow, preseason football, my bros. Yeah, we got games on. We got three games on the football network. And then we got the Hawks on at 5 o'clock our time. And I believe it's on channel 13. I don't know, you Hawk people. You know what channel it's on, but they're on tonight. Right? First preseason game. Gets a little bit of boring, but it is what it is. Got to go through it. Only three games of preseason this year. Because the hacks and all the teams are going to have 17 games to play. Which I don't I don't understand why they had to go 17 games. Because by the 16th game, I'm done. I'm ready for the playoffs, man. I don't know. I love football, but by the end of the season, I'm done. It's like baseball. You get to the playoffs, and it's all like... Finally, the playoffs. And baseball, man, 162 games or something ridiculous like that. And come on, man. That I don't know. I love baseball, but Jesus. Anyway, so the relay team, they got smoked. And, uh, you know, I was just reading the other day. I was looking at it. And did you know that, well, there's, there's different, there's, I've read 380-some treaties, and then I read somewhere where there's 500 treaties. So I'm just going to say there's over 400 treaties written for the Indians, right? And all 400 of them have been broken or violated in many ways, okay? So you people out there who think that the American Indians, they're still breaking treaties, okay? They're still doing it. They're doing it in Canada, and they're trying to, you know, run a pipeline under a river, you know, and it, it's all through tribal land. And the government says, "Yeah, you're gonna be your own, your own governing uh, entity. You're gonna be like your own little country." No, not true. Okay, they're still trying to violate treaties in Canada, right? The tiny house women up there—they're fighting because these this company just keeps going on their their reserve, they call it up there a reserve, on the reserve, and they're, they're wanting to violate the land and the rivers, and, you know, that's, it just keeps going on and on and on and on and on, and that's why I keep saying to everybody, just give us one, you know, 25% of America back, and you can have your 75%, we'll just proceed, okay? And anywhere where there's little towns and little and a lot of houses where they pay taxes, they can pay that to the the Indians. Okay. Now, uh, I believe there would probably be a lot of corruption in the uh, you know American Indian society because it is what it is. I keep thinking about my little turd tribe down there in Elwa. They're all corrupt. I've heard recently where they're paying the councils. All right, the council members, close to a hundred thousand dollars a year. And for what? What do you do? You have meetings every week, a meeting, one hour meeting, uh, you know, a couple hours. I don't know. What do you what do? You do? do you represent? That's an awful lot of money. And uh, all the people in council, they have themselves property, houses, nice cars, you know, and they flaunt it. I'm going to put this out there. I'm not really happy with my cousin over there in the Elwa. Because my grandmother left me half acre right there on the reserve, on the reservation, and she's uh, just taken upon herself because I, I, I can't I can't own it, I can't possess it unless I live there. Now I'm not going to move myself or my wife down to the reservation right now, 
I might want to retire there, right? So I signed it over to my cousin, who I trusted. Well, she's let everybody just, not, not everybody, she's let a lot of people just live in my grandmother's trailer and trash it, right? And then she's going to move it. And on my half of the property, right, it's, a, it's an acre cut in half. She got the, I want to say the southern half, and I got the, no, she got the north, I got the south. Well, both my, on each side of my little property, it's developed to where you can set up a trailer on, on one side. Well, she just, she, she cleaned up one side, one, one side where my cousin had a trailer there, and she moved it out, blah, blah, blah. She's going to put her trailer over there. And then she says she's going to move my grandmother's trailer. And I'm thinking to myself, well, why didn't you just take your half? So I asked her, why didn't you just take your half and do develop that other side instead of spending like eight grand or whatever it was? And she said, well, it wasn't. It can't set it up there because it's a floodplain. Oh, really? I, I don't believe so. I think you're bullshitting me. And then she goes, well, on the other side, it already had electricity and, 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 and plumbing. Yeah, that was mine. And then you just decided you're going to take it and use it as your own without mentioning it to me. And I said, you know, I'll be honest with you, I was a little bit butthurt. She goes, oh, I didn't, I didn't tell you I was doing that. No, you didn't. You didn't tell me you were doing that. If you did, you, it must have been like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and clean that up and that'll be that. Because I didn't hear it. So she's developed it. Now she's going to put a trailer on there. And, I, you know, I'm like, well, what if I want to retire? What if I want to go down there? What if I want to go down there and retire next week? I got nowhere to go. I got nowhere to go down there. Anyway, I don't know if I'm ever going to go back down there, but it's the point, right? It's, it's, the, it's the whole, you know, my grandmother left it to me. The tribe says, you can't have that because you don't live here. And then my cousin, who I trusted, is taking it over. That's kind of like how the white man did to the Indian, right? She's doing, she's doing the same thing. And I'm supposed to just accept it. Well, I don't know if I accept it or not. Does it really matter to me? Yeah, it does. It matters. That was my grandmother's, you know. That's all I had left of her. Anyway, I threatened it. I'm threatening to go get enrolled down at Colville. Why wouldn't I just do that? Well, I don't know Colville, but I'm, I'm half of me is Colville. I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. Anyway, I don't really want to talk about that too much more, but don't trust anybody, especially family. Do not trust family, because they'll screw you. They will. Sooner or later, they will. Unless they're maybe your son or your daughters or something, I don't know. And I was noticing another thing the other day. I was on Twitter, and you know, I I work. I've worked with people in the past where, you know, you could tell that they got a, they're touched with a little bit of racism, right? A little bit of whatever. You know, they they're not down with that color. And boss said to me the other day, I don't know about you, but if you cut me in the arm, I'm gonna bleed the same color as you. Got the same kind of blood. You know, we're human. It got me thinking, I saw on Twitter the other day where there was, somebody was filming little babies and they were laughing. And they're just babies. And they're laughing. And then you see other, you know, babies crying, throwing fits. And acting stupid. Well, that goes to show you that the human is the same animal. Because when we cry, 
we sound the same, and when we laugh, we sound the same. We just don't speak the same language, okay? We're all equal, man. And I don't know what's going on in this world right now. I don't know what's going on in the country. But if you can't trust your own people, if you can't trust your own family to do what they say they're going to do, you know, what is it? We're all the same. We're supposed to be all the same. But are we really? I don't know. I'm really pissed off at my family right now. I'm mad. I've been talking to my other cousin and you know, when I was talking to my cousin and she said, well, I'll always make sure you got a place to stay down here. That's not the same. You should apply for housing right now and in 10 years you might get it. It's not the same. That was meant for me. And then I have all this other property up at Deep Creek and they all, some, some of them want to buy it off me. You know, I, I'm not going to sell it. I'm not going to sell it to you. You know, if I'm going to do anything, I'm going to give it away. But I'm definitely not going to sell it. You know, they're all fighting over over Deep Creek up there. and I, It's just ridiculous, man. It, you know, the Romeros. They own a little bit up there, like 20 acres. I got a bunch of acres. I got more than them. I got the majority of anybody. And they're all fighting about who's who's got the waterfront. Oh, it's the waterfront's ours. You guys get the rest in the back. We're going to put up a gate. We're going to put a lock on there put up a gate and I'll just come up there and I'll cut it out of there okay so just go ahead somebody in the family will tell me I'll jump in my truck and I'll go on up there with some tools and I'll cut the thing in half okay so there you go don't put a lock on property like that if you're gonna put a lock on there make sure every tribal member has a key okay every tribal family should have a way of access because it's all tribal land that's all they got, man, and they're fighting over that. It's ridiculous. Grow the hell up, you know. They're, they're all children. These guys that are in, in council, they're all they're all corrupt in some way or another, you know. They all they all treated me like shit when I went down there because I was an outcast, and that's the way it is when you go to the res, any res. Okay, if you grow up in the city and you go to your res, you never been there. People look at like, what the hell are you doing here, mine? And you get a lot of guff. You try to fit in. You, you you party with who you party with. You know, you have a good time. You do what you do. But in the end, the bottom line is they don't trust you. And I, I get it. I understand it. You know, but I'm family. Okay, I'm a Samson. Anytime I want to come back, I should be able to just come on back. And I should be able to land on the property my grandmother said I could have. But the bottom line is this. They don't own any of it. None of it's theirs. It's all the governments, okay? All the money they get, all the grants they get from the government, they have to apply for. And the federal government gives them money. And that's how they get their money, right? That's how they dole out their money. Well, now they have a weed store down there. Now they got a casino down there. My cousin said I can go down and get 40% off on weed. Well, that's a pretty good deal. Go down there and get 40% off on weed and pipes and vapes or whatever, I should do that. Maybe I should open up my own weed store. Yeah. Anyway, maybe I wonder if I could grow weed on that property up there. Half acre of just weed. That would be funny. Then I have to go, go up there and put up a teepee and guard my weed. Anyway, I don't know. We're all the same. Quit fighting. Get along. 
Oh, I forgot to say, Aaron, my buddy sent me a, a gift package. A nice little sun hat. Looks like it's all handmade. I'm not sure, but uh, thanks a lot, bro. I'm going to use that next week. Anyway, this has been the Travel Brand Rebranded and everything like that. I am you, Winton. Peace.